Oh, hi, y'all. Welcome to Nikki's World, where my podcast show will give you viewpoints and insight that others will not give. I'll talk about like what's current, what's on the news, what is out there. And I will always cite sources and I always cite facts and news links so y'all know what I'm actually talking about. I give you my viewpoints and opinions. And if you want to hear what I have to say, what what's on my mind and all that, I let y'all into my world and let y'all hear and listen to what I'm thinking and what's going through my mind. So if you love stuff like that, tune into Nikki's World twice a week where you'll get two, three podcast episodes a week on what I talk about and what's on my mind. So thanks for listening and let's get on with the show, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, y'all? Let's do this. Welcome to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host. And today, guys, we got to talk about the senile resident in the White House. Oh, my fucking God. If the calls for the 25th Amendment ain't louder than this, I don't know what the fuck is, ladies and gentlemen. Seriously, man. Seriously. There seriously needs to be called for the 25th Amendment to be invoked on this senile resident. And I got a lot to talk about. And then we also got to talk about that Tucker Carlson interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin. We got to talk about that and so much more. But before we go any further, guys, if you guys love Nikki's world so much, Seriously, y'all, seriously, can y'all please consider donating a cup of coffee for me? Because for a price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and Cumberland Farms, guys, you guys help keep this podcast show alive. You guys help me curate more stories, more topics like this to talk about. You know, I do accept Bitcoin donations. I am on Locals, guys. If you guys want to support and sponsor Nikki's World, if you guys love Nikki's World so much, seriously, y'all, please hit that like, subscribe, please give me a review. Good, bad, and the ugly. Also, guys, I do have affiliate links, including Minds.com, which is the alternative social media platform for Facebook. So if you value freedom of speech, You guys can join me on Minds.com. Also, guys, I do have a diaper referral link from North Shore Medical Supply. So if you know anyone that has like incontinence issues, you guys can literally like click on the link and buy diapers with my referral link. And before we get this show on the road, literally, guys, 
If you guys love this episode and any of my other episodes on Nikki's World, seriously, y'all, seriously, please consider sharing this across all the social media platforms that are out there today. Woo-wee, wow, yeah, wow, what a whirlwind, yeah. And also, guys, I do apologize. I hadn't been podcasting in a, in a couple of days. I've been really tied up with work, a new job. You know what I mean? Like, I have photo shoots coming up this week and next month, and basically until like winter time. So I have a lot on my plate. Yeah. And uh, I have a lot going for at the moment. So I got a lot, lot going on, and uh, at the same time, this new job that I work at the hospital, man, it's getting there. And then also, I just want to announce this, guys. I have gotten accepted to go to grad school, and then I'm going to get my master's in social work. So I am looking at dividing my time between studying for my master's in social work, podcasting, and doing everything else. So it's a matter of just uh, splitting my time in between and getting everything done. So that's that. And uh, basically, it's been a whirlwind of a week and been busy with work, even though I wanted a podcast, but sometimes because I'm out on the road going from place to place doing things, I sometimes literally don't have the time to literally like podcast a show while I'm driving. So I try to podcast a show whenever I can and from whatever, like, moment that I have so I do apologize for that and as soon as things settle down I will podcast at least twice a week for y'all so y'all get a show and uh, get what's going on in the world and get my opinion so anyway I'm typing up as always in my North Shore Mega Max diapers so let's get on with the show or shall we so anyway, if y'all heard this past week, the senile resident held a press conference and boy, oh boy, oh boy, if anyone in Congress is not waking up and realizing that the 25th Amendment needs to be invoked now, I'm telling you, the 25th Amendment needs to be invoked immediately. It is getting louder and louder and louder. Yes, I know in conservative circles, the worst fear is that the laughing hyena Kamala Harris would temporarily take over. And then next thing you know, they'll probably push what? Big Mike to run for president or that uh, that California dickhead Gavin Newsom. But. The alternative is RFK, but the Dems have been pushing him like out of the picture. But people are saying, people are like saying like this, no, they want to go in a different direction. But the fact of the matter is, guys, this this past week that that report came out from the special counsel saying that we can't get a conviction out of Joe Biden because he is mentally unfit. He is in mental decline. I go like this. If he is mentally unfit and mentally in decline, why are we keeping this sick sack of son of a bitch in the White House? Why? Start invoking the 25th Amendment. Start, start impeaching the motherfucker, get his ass out of the White House, and at least we can start the repair process in this country. The fact that they are keeping him in the, in, in the White House serves no purpose other than to, to keep the Democrats, the far left, 
the socialists, the communists, and the trans cult in power. That is that simple. That, that's the only reason why they're keeping that the senile resident in the White House in, in there is that they can use him to leverage power. That, to me, in my opinion, is a form of elderly abuse. That is, ladies and gentlemen, that is elderly abuse, no matter how you fucking call it, and no matter how you fucking slice it. It is, ladies and gentlemen. It is. But the fact that he held a press conference and and his mental decline is glaring like no fucking tomorrow? Like he called Egypt Mexico? And you wonder why, ladies and gentlemen, you wonder why the world is laughing at us. Our enemies smell weakness. The left thinks weakness is their strength. Oh, no, not in front of the world community. The world is laughing at us. The world is like, you're a joke. Really? Really? The fact that, the fact that this senile resident is in, is, is burning this goddamn fucking country to the ground. And we're not even near, what, November 5th, 2024? And that's like, what, a few months away? I sit here and I go like this. How much more damage can this guy do before November? Because the fact of the matter is, Democrats have put themselves in a tight corner. They really have. First of all, in my opinion, Democrats literally put themselves in, all right, for a couple of reasons. One, they want to keep the senile resident in, in the White House because they can leverage him for power and ram through their socialist, communist, like, basically globalist ideology. Yeah. But the, but, the, but the fact that his mental decline is so bad that people are seeing it, Democrats, in my opinion, have put themselves between a rock and a fucking hard place. It's like they're, they're trying to decide like this right now. Either they, they play nice, they're RFK Jr., or bring in Big Mike. You know, Big Mike Obama or Gavin Newsom, which to 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 the Democrats right now, it's an it spells an epic disaster. But now you're seeing a, a lot of people saying, "Hey, they need to start talking about the Twenty Fifth Amendment or try to get him removed because he is in mental decline. He is in no position." To run this country. And mind you ladies and gentlemen. You want to know what will scare y'all? He's in charge of the nuclear launch codes. He's the, he's the one that can push the, the button. To, to launch nuclear weapons. And end all life on this planet. As we fucking know it. And yet. And yet they want to keep him in the White House. Fuck, I'm I'm gonna say this. I, I it, it, it's like this. I'm scared for this country because they're 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 keeping a senile, elderly, mentally unfit resident in the White House who has access to nuclear weapons. At what point, ladies and gentlemen? At what point? When this, when, when will this country ever come to their senses and say, "No, no, no, man, no, man, we we can't let this senile resident burn this country to a ground. We can't let them destroy this country. We simply can't, man. We simply can't. I'm sorry to say this. I'm sorry to say this." 
We can't let this senile resident in the White House who is being held there by Democrats to to basically try to stay in power and basically destroy this fucking country. We can't, man. We can't. We can't, man. For the for the good of the nation, for the good of the country, remove the senile resident from the White House, invoke the 25th Amendment, and it's time to get him out. For the good of the nation and to save our face and our neck in front of the world community, get the senile resident out of the White House. It's that simple. It's that simple. Because the fact of the matter is, is like this. The fact of the matter is, is like this. This guy has access to the, to nuclear weapons that could fucking end life on this earth as we fucking know it. Telling you guys, I'm telling you guys, man, I'm telling you, we're in fucking trouble. We are in fucking trouble with this senile resident. We are, guys. That should scare the living daylights out of everyone. That literally should, guys. The fact that we have a senile resident who is in a mental decline, and, and to me, he's mentally unfit to run this country, but go right ahead, prop him up in the White House. Just goes to show, man. Just goes to show. Our country's fucked. And it's going to take about at least two or three presidents to fix the mess that this senile resident and the fucking Democrats have caused in this country. It is, ladies and gentlemen. It is. Look at the mess that we're in. I fucking kid you not, ladies and gentlemen. Look at the fucking mess that we're in. The fact that we have a senile resident who on national television in a press conference showed his mental decline and Democrats think, oh no, we need to do better lighting. Oh no, we need to prop him up a little more. Just goes to show, ladies and gentlemen, how fucking desperate the Democrats are in trying to keep him in the White House, knowing that they are using him to, to like stay in power. This is why the, the Democrat left is more dangerous than ever. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrat left is the most dangerous motherfuckers on, on this planet. And these are the people. Who will do anything. To stay in power. Up, including cheating. Stealing the election. Rigging the election. Imprisoning opponents. So people can't vote for him. Ladies and gentlemen. This is the time where I'm going to say like this. If we don't. Get this senile resident out of the White House. Invoke the 25th Amendment. We may not have a country after 2024. No matter who fucking gets in. Whether it's RFK or Trump. We may not have a country. The fact of the matter is, guys. This senile resident who is in decline... Almost every motherfucking single day makes me wonder, ladies and gentlemen, will we ever have a country after 2024? Looks like we won't. Looks like we won't because you know why? Democrats, leftists, and liberals use Brandon to lev to basically open the southern border, allowed illegal immigration invasion, okay, which right now, New York, New York City is a fucking no-go zone. I wouldn't even go there 
unless if I had like a bulletproof vest or or some type of self-defense weapon. Yeah, all because the left is using Brandon to open the southern border, flood the country with illegals, basically, in effect, allowed an invasion. Yeah. And then you have Brandon on press conference this week saying, like, like Egypt is what, Mexico? And you wonder why our allies, our long-time trusted allies, don't trust us anymore. They don't. Because look at what Look at what Brandon and his fucked up Democrats have done to this country and to our to our name in the world community. I'm sorry to say this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry to say this, man. I'm I'm gonna just say this. I'm gonna just say this. We're fucked if the Democrats ever steal this election and try to keep Brandon in the White House. But it wouldn't surprise me, ladies and gentlemen. It would not fucking surprise me if they replaced Brandon with Mike Obama or Gavin Newsom. Wouldn't fucking surprise me. Because we all know we all know what they did by stealing the election and installing Brandon as the Manchurian candidate. Would not surprise me if they're going to do the fucking same thing to, to like, Mike Obama or Gavin Newsom. Would not surprise me, guys. I'll tell you this much. How would you like to hear the news? Like, say you wake up one day, you find out that Brandon's resigning, and then all of a sudden, the laughing hyena becomes temporary president. And then you have, like, what? Mike Johnson becoming, what? The temporary vice president? Telling you guys, telling you guys, I hate to deal with the laughing hyena. Because that laughing hyena, you know my opinion? She probably she probably had, had so much sex and blowjob to get her way to the top. She's like what the she's what the example of what I call diversity hire. She was she was hired for diversity reasons, not for merit, not for education, not for experience. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, is this. The damage is done. We're like months away from a presidential election. In November 5th, 2024. The fact that it it scares me that, that this guy is in mental decline. And all this stems from the report that came out from the from the Justice Department. You know, the Agino, the Attorney General in name only, Merrick Garland, who said that, oh, we can't prosecute Joe Biden because if we try to prosecute him, his mental decline, he, he's not, and, and he wouldn't mentally survive a court case. They would just, they wouldn't be able to get a conviction. It just goes to show, ladies and gentlemen, that they know, they know the only way they're going to get rid of this guy is through the political process. Or through, through invoking the 25th Amendment or the third option is impeaching him. But we don't know what happened to that fiasco when they tried to impeach Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security. That went, that went fucking nowhere, nowhere fast. Yeah, that went nowhere. So <laughs> the only way, the only way, the only way, I'm going to say it like this, the only way... The Democrats can save themselves and save face to their party and, and not be tarnished and ruined 
for eternity is that simple. They just need to basically go along with the Republicans, invoke the 25th Amendment, get rid of the laughing hyena, get rid of the, the senile resident, get rid of the laughing hyena, and then just go along with Robert Kennedy Jr., we'd be okay with that. We'd be okay. But they, they, they're probably going to more than likely replace Brandon with, with Big Mike or that asshole of a governor, Gavin Newsom, in California. And if that happens, guys... Anybody who's attached to the Democrat Party, I will never, ever trust a word they say. I will never, ever believe anything they say. It is that simple, ladies and gentlemen. It is that simple. The fact of the matter is, is like this. This senile resident who's sitting at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue has access to the nuclear launch codes. That should scare at least 80% of the fucking country that a senile resident sitting at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue who has mental decline, who, who doesn't know where the fuck he is half the time, has access to the nuclear launch codes? That should, that should scare everyone in this country. Not even the whole world. That should scare everyone that this country, like, installed a senile resident in the White House who doesn't know where the fuck he is, okay, who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, but has access to the nuclear launch codes? Hell, man. Hell. I, If I were the world community and I... And I heard that, I'd be scared out of my ass right now. I'd be scared out of my, like, what, what diaper that we have a senile resident sitting at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue in Washington, D.C., who has access to the nuclear launch codes? I, I go like this. <laughs> I would be scared more than the enemies. I would. Because it's like this. If the left is allowing a senile resident sitting in the White House to have access to nuclear weapons, then I'm going to say this, ladies and gentlemen, there should be no argument with me allowing to have a machine gun or an AR-15 with 30-round magazine. It's that simple. If you're going to allow a senile resident who has dementia but and doesn't know where he is 99% of the time, but you allowed him access to the nuclear weapons, then I should be allowed to have an AR-15 with 30-round magazines. You want to you do a tit-for-tat like that, left? We could do a tit-for-tat. We could do a tit for tat, and then we can we can play we can play this we can play this game. We can because if you're gonna allow Joe Biden, aka Brandon, access to nuclear weapons and the nuclear launch codes, then you then I should be allowed access to a thirty round AR fifteen. It's that simple, but you know. The left is going to try to use Brandon to stay in power, maintain power, and to simply try to stay in office. It's pretty much simple, guys. It's pretty much simple. It is. But the fact of the matter is, this is what scares me, guys. This is what scares me. Is that you have a senile resident who doesn't know where he is, he's mentally unfit to run this country, but yet the left wants to keep him in there? Folks, I we, we should be scared right now. 
We should literally be scared out of our asses. We should. We should we should literally be scared. We should literally be scared because this is quite literally the biggest example of diversity hiring. You know what I mean? Where the fact that where the fact that the left will use a senile resident to push whatever gender ideology they want. And this guy doesn't even know where he is 99% of the time. Folks, I say this many times and I'll say this time and time and time and time again. We need to get Brandon out of office. We need to get him out, whether through impeachment or invoking the 25th Amendment. Either way works. The third way through the through the election, I highly doubt we're probably going to be successful because knowing the left, the Democrats and the liberals and the socialists and the communists and uh, the 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 Antifa bunch, they'll probably rig the election. They'll probably cheat and steal the election to keep Brandon in power. Yeah. They probably will, and that be the that be the one thing that will scare the living but Jesus out of me. That will be the one thing that will scare the living pants off me, and basically scare me out of my diaper. So, yeah, that's the one thing, man. That is that literally is. So, anyway, guys. Let's turn this, let's turn another page here, okay? Let's really do, man. I do want to talk about this interview, like this past week, that Tucker Carlson posted on video. It's a two-hour-long interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin, okay? I want to give you my eye-opener on this, okay? Man, for a guy who, for, for, for a guy who's a student of history, loves to talk about history so much, and mind you guys, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a, I, I've studied history in college and uh, I graduated with a history degree. I would love to sit in a classroom like if Vladimir Putin was like lecturing on, like, say, Russian history or, or military history. I would love to sit in a classroom and, and basically listen to like, I don't care how long the lecture is, like two, three like four hours I would I would love to do that man I would love to do that but the interview with Tucker Carlson oh wow that is a fucking eye opener that is literally an eye opener okay and then you got the fucking left who and including the European Union saying Oh, that's treason. That's treason. You're talking to the enemy. That's treason. We're going to sanction you and all this shit. Because you know why? They're afraid to talk to the fucking other side. How do you prevent World War III? Simple. Talk to the other side on the phone or meet face-to-face -face somewhere in a neutral country or neutral territory and hammer out the differences. It is fucking that simple. The interview I saw on the video, and yes, by the way, I will link the video in the description below. I'm going to tell you this. Vladimir Putin ain't, ain't such a bad guy. He's like every other president who not only has international issues, but also domestic issues. Yeah, he's not such a bad guy. He's not. And yes, the left will probably call me like a Russian stooge, a Russian plant, or a mouthpiece for Vladimir Putin. Yeah, that's the same left who says, who, who, who does the same thing for Venezuela, who tries to prop up Venezuela as like a model of socialism. But watching this two-hour interview with Tucker Carlson, is an eye-opener in, in, in world leaders. 
and the left thinks this is treason to listen to to listen to the other side to hear their story to sit down and have a one-on-one interview to hear their side and this is the same left that says, oh no, your other side is hate speech. We're gonna criminalize you. We're gonna throw you in jail. We're gonna deplatform you from every social media platform. This is why, this is why I just don't like the other side. This is why the other side, to my opinion, acts immature. They act like little kids who, for some reason, we've given the keys to the world and we give them a loaded gun to play with. Yeah, it's that simple. It is. It's that simple. It is. It is, ladies and gentlemen. It is. But the fact of the matter is, folks, the fact of the matter is, I was glued to what Vladimir Putin had to say. I was intrigued. This guy ain't a bad guy. You know, he's not he's not a bad guy. How the left. How the left, Democrats, liberals, globalists, socialists, communists, and whatnots try to make of him. He's not, he's not a bad guy. He's not. He talks about the history of like Russia, how Ukraine was in part of that, and how how he sees the world. He does. And he says, like, and, and one thing I like about what he said, he says like this. By the U.S. not trading more with China, you're really hurting yourself more. Okay? And and then he said, and he also said like this, why do you want to send troops to Ukraine when you have problems in your southern border? Shouldn't you be dealing with that than sending troops to, to like, U.S. troops to Ukraine? And he also said he was open to reaching an agreement on how to how to deal with the mess in Crimea and in Ukraine. He was open to a deal. But then the, the left, the liberals, and the and and Brandon and his fucked up Democrats shut like shut up shut shut him out. He was open to it. I I would agree to it too. I would have said like this. I would have said, sure, let's sit down, let's talk, let's have a three-way conference, we'll, 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 we'll do this in a, in a country far away, neutral from, from, all the, from the conflict, and we'll, we'll, settle, we'll, we'll settle a deal. I would be open to that. I would be open to that. He talked about BRICS, which is the alternative economy to the U.S. dollar, and yeah, he had his opinions on that. He had his views on that. I, I go like this. I go like this. For a guy who was a KGB officer and a guy who rose the ranks in the KGB became president, I mean, I would love to, to hear what he has to say in a lecture. I would love for him to for him to have a TED Talk lecture and to hear what he has to say. I would love to. Because you know me, in my generation, we always love to hear two sides of every every story. But this generation, it's all about them, 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 me, 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 shit. Yeah. But I'd love to hear both sides. Trust me. This is what this is what makes me and my generation more informed than the fucking idiot generation that we're dealing with right now. Is that the current generation is like they rather they rather shut out opposing views and want to be like want to do the la, 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 I'm not hearing your views, but then they want to they want to hear their views more front and center than everybody else's, not giving everybody else the equal amount of time. Yeah, yeah, and and then the one thing I liked about about what what Putin said in the interview with Tucker Carlson. Was that he said that the United States was either directly or indirectly responsible for the Nord Stream 2 bombing. I like how, I like that. I like that. And I like how he said that, yes, 
We have we have arrested that 32-year-old Wall Street reporter on suspicion of being a spy. But then Putin said he is open to dialogue and saying, "Yeah, we'll 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 take him back, but we'll take some we'll take one of you, you one of ours that you you caught as a trade." He is open to that. But the left but the but the liberals, the left and the global elites are not open to dialogue. I don't understand why. I don't. That Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir Putin is an eye opener. It really is. It is really the biggest eye opener in the world. It is the the most important eye opener. Okay. I often say like this, you, you want to prevent World War III, like how the left is trying to push us into, how they're trying to slow walk us into, talk to the other side. Let me hear what the other side has to say. It's that simple. It is. It's that simple. You want to prevent World War III? Let me hear what the other side has to say. Let's have a, let's have a face-to-face dialogue. Let's meet somewhere in... Let's meet somewhere in a neutral territory, like say, let's say Iceland or or like let's pick a neutral country and let's talk about it. let's hash out a, a like a deal or something. Yeah. But the left. Oh, my God. I like how I, I like how Putin said things about. Like our problems in in this country, he said like this that he said something where, why are you so concerned about the issues of other countries, when you have shit going on in your own country that was he's seeing on a fucking daily basis, and that's something that that's something that that shocked me was that. And he's the he's one of the few world leaders that recognizes that the United States has a has a domestic problem that they don't want to solve, but they're willing to go around the world and create a crisis, say in Israel, Iran, the Red Sea, Taiwan, and all that shit, but don't want to fix our domestic problem. Whereas I think what Vladimir Putin he's doing the same thing. In his country, he's he's trying to fix the domestic problems in his country, too, on top of international problems. Yeah, I pretty much want to say this, guys. The interview with Tucker Carlson was an eye opener. It was the best interview that Tucker Carlson has ever done. And that's why Tucker Carlson is a lot bigger threat to the left because Tucker Carlson is doing journalism that should be that journalists should be doing instead of being propaganda mouthpiece for the left, the liberals, the globalists, the elites and whatnot. He's doing what journalists should be doing, like interviewing the other side, like having a sit down interview, asking the hard knows questions asking the questions that the left is afraid to ask it's pretty much that simple guys it pretty much is but the but the one thing i do have to say is this is that i like how the fact that he talks about the history of russia talk about the history leading up to where we are today in the world you know what i mean where he is saying, look, look, ladies and gentlemen, look, I know what's right. I know our history. And the fact is, is that one thing I want to say in that in that video with the interview, he said like this, he said like this, Ukraine is a proxy state of America. It's basically and he and, and I have to agree with him on that. Because he he said like this, Ukraine is nothing more than than Brandon, Biden, and the Democrats money laundering piggy bank. It is. 
And I and and if it were up to me, guys, I would make a deal with Putin. I said this: Here, you keep Crimea, you keep your whatever territory you gained. We'll create a border wall, okay? We will create a border, right? And we will we, instead of putting like American troops there, we will put Europe. We will put like a UN peacekeeping force there, just to ensure. That both sides stay on their side of the fence, okay, and make sure that Ukraine doesn't lob shit on their on your side, and your side doesn't do the same thing. We'll just monitor the border, and we will just we will we'll put a DM, demilitarized zone and say, nope, it, you have to stay on your side, and you have to stay on yours. I would agree to it. Putin, Putin in that interview said many things that shocked me, okay? He pretty much did. He pretty much shocked me that when, at the time when he was a KGB agent, he drove from, like, from, like, uh, like some part of Russia to Kiev, you know? He talked about the history after World War II, the Soviet Union, I was shocked to hear that at the time the U.S. offered Russia to join NATO. I was shocked. I was shocked by that. I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I would. I. I. Here's this is this is the one thing that 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 shocks me. I would love to see NATO like invite Russia. You know, because NATO back then was during the era of the of the Soviet Union, but now the Soviet Union's gone. You know, this is this is not the Cold War anymore. Cold War ended many decades ago. You know, Russia for and, and Vladimir Putin for their part, they just want security. They just want they just want basically peace, security, prosperity. They just want to be able to say, hey, man. We 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 don't want to go to war, but if we have to go to war to maintain peace and security, or is like or is the Ronald Reagan philosophy peace through strength, just to show your adversary and say, hey, look, we don't want to we we didn't want to we didn't want to like fight this this shit in Ukraine, but when you started attacking when Ukraine started attacking our side, we had to come in. To clean up the mess. Yeah. We had to. So I I certainly agree with Vladimir Putin's reason and justification for going into the Ukrainian conflict. With, with the Ukrainian separatists who didn't want anything to do with Zelensky and his, and his corrupt government. I would have said like this. Let's, let's hash out an agreement. You know, let's 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 let the side that Russia that the separatists wanted to be part of Russia stay with them, and 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 put a border wall. It's that simple. It, it literally is. It's it literally is that simple. But the way I see this, guys, the interview is a fucking eye opener. It is. It's really an eye opener into the kind of man. That Vladimir Putin is, and 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 the stuff that the left says about him, it's all propaganda bullshit. It is. You know how the left always loves to say, "Oh, Trump's a puppet of Vladimir Putin," or Russia and Vladimir Putin stole the election. You know, and all that shit. Do you do you think Russia has any interest in doing that? No, 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 they don't. But the fact that the left wants to make Russia their boogeyman or to scare scare people just goes to show what they're what they're capable of, what they're what they're capable of doing. Yeah, it pretty much is, ladies and gentlemen. It pretty much is. It really, it really is. It really is. But the fact that 
this interview that Tucker Carlson did is scaring the living shit out of the left saying that, oh, he's he's committing treason. Oh, he's committing high crimes and that. Here's the thing. The left's afraid to talk to the other side. The left is afraid to sit down like adults and talk to the other side. That's that's all it takes. Come on. Come on, left. Grow up. Grow up. Stop acting childish. Okay? Stop acting childish brats. That's all that's all the, that's all you are right now. That's yeah, that's all you are. You are acting childish brats. You literally are, guys. You literally are. Wow. Wow, that was a whirlwind of a show today. That was a whirlwind of a show. Yeah. As I sit here in my uh, North Shore Mega Max diaper and just a t-shirt and I'm podcasting this to y'all. Wow, that is a whirlwind of a show. That is, guys. But I do want to say like this, as soon as my schedule settles down and as soon as all the stuff that I have to take care of is done and over with, I will podcast as much as I can. Guys, I will I will do a show as much as I can, okay? I will do more shows, right? But anyway, guys, I want to get dinner ready. I want to get stuff going, okay? I got to do a diaper check just to make sure I didn't leak or poop in my diaper, okay? So I thank you guys for listening to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host. I will see y'all soon. Bye for now. You just listened to an episode of Nikki's World. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all soon. Bye for now.